we've just moved back to Canada from Bordeaux, France, where we've been living for the last eight years with two kids under five and a cat in the middle of a global pandemic. And the bulk of it happened in just nine days. Whoosh. (laughs) This is the story of some mega magic showing up in real life. Hi, I'm Jackie Johnstone, and welcome to my not podcast, Lumos, where I take all of the things that I'm learning about and that my line one is diving into and line three them and make them practical. I'm a one three sacral manifesting generator for those who know what that means. And this is where I tell stories from my real life and share how concepts like human design can be practically applied, right? So what? Let's take it out of the book and into real life. Grab a cup of tea, pull up a log, join me around the fire, and let's go. Of course, you know, we've known for more than nine days that we would be moving, but the bulk of the actual move really did happen in nine short days. It was like a massive whoosh (laughs) precipitated by France getting put into a second lockdown and us deciding that it had to happen sooner than later um, in order to make things move smoothly and to not, you know, risk being stuck because of the flights or whatever. And I, before this entire process, could never have imagined it happening that quickly and that smoothly. Like it really was everything that could go right went right. And it was not just luck. There was a whole lot of magic and there was also a whole lot of intention and energy that went into it. And I want to share this because I think it's such a great example of how we can see things differently and how seeing things differently really impacts our reality. About a month before we were supposed to move, I had a call with my coach, Laura Hassan, who is a brilliant, intuitive and subconscious transformation master coach. And she said, I feel like there's some parallel between this and pregnancy, and I don't understand why I'm seeing that. So we started talking it through and realized that... You know, like when I was pregnant, I was doing hypnobabies, which is like a hypnobirthing um, pregnancy study, home study program. And there was a lot of um, talk in the course about our bubble of peace, right? And putting the bubble of peace up so that you aren't taking in all of the horror stories that people want to tell you about their labor and delivery, right? Because the minute you're pregnant, everyone wants to tell you or everyone, many people want to tell you about their labor and delivery. And especially if they had um, challenging experiences, they seem to want to share that. 
Um, and that's not really that helpful for our subconscious mind, right? To take in all of this fear and like horror stories because it doesn't set you up as the pregnant person <laughs> with like confidence and a vision of the fact that it can go easily and smoothly and be, um, you know, completely uncomplicated. So you put the bubble of peace up to keep your energy in and their energy out and to allow you to set that boundary and say, um, you know, actually, I don't want to hear that story right now, or I don't want to talk about this right now, or, you know, whatever, to cut people off. And what I um, was completely unconscious to until Laura and I started to have this discussion was that um, the same thing was happening with moving, right? The minute that anyone knew we were moving transatlantic, transatlantic with kids and the cat during a pandemic, uh, it was like, oh my God, that's so much. That must be so stressful. You must have so much to do. You must be so overwhelmed. And people, you know, mean well, right? They think that they're empathizing and that they're helping in some way. But really, your subconscious loves repetition. And so the more I was taking in these messages of like how much stressful this must be and how overwhelming and how tired and how much there is to do, the more my subconscious was affirming that for myself, right? I needed to put up my bubble of peace and say, actually, you know what? Yeah, there's a lot, but it's fine. It's going, it's easy. It's going smoothly. We're taking care of it. We're on top of it. Everything's working out. And honestly, everything has been working out. You know, we had sold the house quickly and easily uh, at the price that we wanted. We, you know, pieces were falling into place. I found daycare for Gavin after being on a million wait lists. Um, Cameron got into the French school that we wanted, the French public school, you know, near the university. Lots of things have been falling into place. So I had lots of evidence that this move was going smoothly and this move was going easily and it was, we were supported. And yet when it came to this, the last push and all the logistics, I was taking in all these messages from people around me and internalizing them without even being conscious to them, right? Which is how the subconscious works. And the minute Laura helped me to see that and helped me to draw this parallel with the bubble of peace when you're pregnant, I was able to go into my own thoughts with more awareness and intention and choose choose how I wanted to see things differently about the move and to choose how... I wanted to um, absorb or not the messages that other people were giving me um, about the move. And it was, it was perfect. It was perfect timing. Of course it was perfect timing because the next day after I'd had that session with Laura, I woke up to read in the news all these rumors about um, France going back into a lockdown and Emmanuel Macron, which is the president of France was scheduled to speak on, you know, on the news that evening for the first time since the end of our lockdown in the spring. And that didn't bode well. <laughs> um, and all day, um, you know, that day before he spoke, my mind was spinning. Like I, I went into a panicky place like, oh my God, what if there is a lockdown and we can't get out and our flights get canceled or we're not allowed to move and we're supposed to be closing on the house on this day and we're supposed to be here on that day. And, you know, all the timeline and all the work that had already been done. And I really felt myself spinning out. And I realized um, that 
I was that this is like a this can be a pattern for me, my open head. Um, so I have completely open crown and Ajna centers in human design. My open head often tries to solve imaginary problems. Um, I really enjoy solving problems and my head loves to solve problems. All of our minds do, right? Whether they're open or defined, like undefined or defined. Um, but it can run away with itself and try to solve all of the possible problems that might arise. And that is a complete waste of time and energy because A, those problems are imaginary. They don't actually exist yet. And like right so there's nothing I can do about them right and and be like they might not even happen so what's the point of trying to troubleshoot them in my mind it's just like anxiety producing right and energy wasting so I caught myself and realized um, I need to get out of my head and into my body and exercise and stay present with the things that I can actually control today and we will just adapt as it comes right it the move gets to be smooth it gets to be easy it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't, this has, doesn't have to be another obstacle, whatever the announcement. And that evening when we were watching the announcement and he said the France was going into a lockdown, my stomach kind of dropped for a moment. And then I took a deep breath and in France, they make these announcements. At least this was the, the pandemic kind of reality in, in the spring was that he would make this announcement on the Wednesday evening on TV. It would be very vague. There wouldn't be a lot of details. And it would take a day or two for the government to clarify all of the details and to make the press conferences and to have, you know, like really make uh, the rules <laughs> like they sort of make the announcement and then they figure the rules out after. And that's exactly what happened. But on the Thursday, so the next day following his speech, the, the prime minister was speaking and one of the questions that they were directly asked was, is moving going to be allowed this time? And he said, yes. So we knew basically as quick as we possibly could that we were going to be able to move. And now it was, how can we smoothly and efficiently move up our timeline so that we're not in a position where there's not flights going out because that did happen during the last lockdown. Airports were closing down and flights were getting canceled all over the place, all over Europe. And it's, it's super funny. Again, I was boxing with Laura, my coach and letting her know, you know, about the lockdown and about us trying to move up our timeline. And she made this very offhanded comment. She said, you know, hold on a second. I know your brain is going to freak out, but just stick with me for a second. What if you moved tomorrow? And what if you didn't let your brain try and go to the how about how you could make that happen? And my brain did explode for a moment. I was like, there's no way we can move tomorrow. We don't have like, we're not packed. We don't have this, you know, we don't have this. We don't have our plane tickets. The cat hasn't, you know, like we, we have to figure out the cat shipping. Like, of course my brain went bananas. But in that one moment, um, that, that, uh, that one sentence, she allowed my brain to see other options and to see things differently. And an hour or two later, when I had our moving company on the phone and I asked them if we could move up our timeline and they said yes, but the earliest they could move it up to was November 16th, which is today, by the way, when I'm recording this podcast. And I knew that we wanted to fly out much sooner than that. It was so easy for my brain to say, 
oh, well, do you even need us there when we move? If I can get someone to let you in, like, do we even need to be there? Because that wasn't something that I would have ever considered before Laura asked that question. And the moving company was like, no, we, we don't. If you, if, some, if you get someone to let us in and you leave everything ready to go for us, it's not a problem. And so we left like 10 days before our stuff our stuff left, our stuff left today. Um, and we packed almost our entire apartment in five days while the kids were at their last week of daycare and school. We got all the last logistics into place. We rebooked our plane tickets, which was absolutely no problem. Um, and we flew. And honestly, it was one of the easiest uh, transatlantic flight experiences with the kids that we've had because the airport was pretty empty so the kid got the kids got to run around a lot the plane was almost more than 50 percent empty so we each got like a row to ourselves you know the kids could spread out and they weren't bothering other people making noise and kicking the seats and climbing all over so everything just went boom 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 and from the time that Macron announced confinement we left nine days later our stuff just left today (laughs) and it happened all without us and it happened with so much ease and honestly very little stress considering the circumstances you know again most people I've talked to have said wow that must have been so stressful or you know how did you manage it all and the truth is is that it it just took care of itself. Yes, we packed up our apartment. We spent the time, you know, that final week uh, before we left, you know, taking care of things and running to donate things and to recycle stuff and, you know, all the things that you have to do when you move. But it all went so smoothly. Every single thing that could go right went right. And I think a really big piece of that was my own intention and my own state of mind that I could look at this differently and I could choose to see this as not a stressful event and not an overwhelming event. Um, and that is really, I mean, it's it's down to a lot of the, the work that I've done, you know, on my own uh, mindset, my own subconscious work, but also to the coaching um, of Laura. And as a coach, that was a moment where you realize that sometimes you just say like you have the the urge to say something like Laura did like what if you had to move tomorrow and you don't necessarily know why you're saying it but you say it anyway and the ripple effect and the impact that that can have um yeah it was an incredible it was a really incredible experience because it demonstrated to me firsthand how much ease is available in every circumstance, right? Even in a a situation where you'd think the odds would be stacked against you and that it could be so complicated and so difficult that it doesn't have to be. It, It gets to be easy. It gets to be different now. Those are things that Laura's always saying. And I got them intellectually, but I think this is the first time that I fully, like on such a dramatic scale in my reality, felt it, experienced it, saw it, lived it. And now I'm just, I have this like new lens 
on my world? Like what else can be so much easier, so much more smooth, so much less overwhelming than the world tells me it should be or that I'm telling myself it should be? Exciting. Thank you for joining me on Lumos. It's so good to be back. I have a whole batch of episodes up my sleeve and I would be so grateful if you would reach out and share this on your social media or with some friends and I will see you next time.